my philosophy with Bitcoin is you buy it, you put it in a hard wallet, and you forget about it. You start watching Bitcoin on a daily basis or a weekly basis, it will drive you crazy. It drops $10,000 yesterday in a few hours. Yes. Because Elon Musk said, we're not taking Bitcoin for Tesla cars anymore. Mm -hmm. How that, because it uses too much electricity. Oh yeah, that's what he said. Well, of course it's ludicrous. But, you know, I mean, Bitcoin does at this point use a humongous amount of electricity. It's called Bitcoin mining. Yeah, because the blockchain's gotten so huge. But, you know, there are places where electricity is not particularly polluting, you know, and as we get more and more and more renewables. But anyway, that's a side story. My point is, it's, um, it's all the cryptos are very volatile. It's the nature. Yeah. And don't get in the space unless you believe in, in why the space is important. It dropped 10 Gs today? Uh, yeah, 49,000. It went down. No, it went as low as 47. So now you can If you want to get in, but, but this has happened three times in the last six weeks. So wait, you know. But you got to be ready to go when it happens, because it only happens for a number of hours. And I'll show you, like I have an app on my, my phone that I can set alerts. So I set, you know, alert me Bitcoin goes below a certain point and then because yeah. I'm always looking to pick up someone that's on the cheaper. Yeah. Uh, I have to say I, my my impatience gets me though because I've missed it's it's been in the forties three times in the last six weeks. And I always end up buying it somewhere from the mid fifty five to fifty when I'm picking up a little bit more. Um, so if I had more patience, I'd probably do better, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Bitcoin for the long haul. Yeah. So you, uh, what is your prediction? And I know that this no, is a I'm silly question because no. uh, there is no such thing. But I, I don't, I don't, uh, I can tell you, I don't predict. I can tell you what other people who are more, you know, in the space predict. And I find that any of these numbers are possible if, if. Uh, and there are some amazing mathematical models on Bitcoin that um, have been back to, there's one called the pie chart that's been back tested to, since it began in 2008. And this crazy curve exactly models what Bitcoin has done. Now that being said, conditions change and the models don't always hold up because the pie said, that this last time that Bitcoin hit 65 and we came back down into the high 40s, that it was going to be the end of Bitcoin. But for on this round, you know, that we'd see this huge drop again. But there's a, it's a different story now. The story prior to this year has always been pretty much individual investors. The story now is institutions and businesses are buying Bitcoin as a hedge against, especially with inflation starting to show up. They're buying it as a hedge, 
they're not spooked out of the market by, you know, like retail people are spooked out when you see a five or six or $10,000 drop, people start selling. But people, Musk didn't sell the Bitcoin that they bought for Tesla. They just said, we're not taking payment for Tesla cars anymore with Bitcoin. <clears throat> So, and there's a difference between different cryptos, okay? I don't even like the name cryptocurrency. These are, most of them are not currencies. They're software that do amazing things across a decentralized network and not all cryptos are decentralized. For example, Ripple, which is a powerful, crypto that banks are using now to get outside the SWIFT system and transfer money between places at a much, much, much cheaper rate, at a much, much faster rate. Uh, and there's 300, 400 banks that are signed up on, on Ripple now. So that's XRP. I think XRP is a great longer term play and it's cheap, it's a dollar of or something. It ranges between $1.32 and it's high as $1.80, I think. SRP? XRP. XRP. So Ripple and XRP are just different software programs that you can buy into? Uh, yeah, you know, okay, let's take Ethereum because it's easier to grasp Ethereum. Ethereum has 400 token projects built on it. It's a, uh, it, it's a contract. It's a digital contract, just like you sign a contract. So, for example, you can, there's a, I think it's, a, and I'm not recommending this one because it's a smaller one, higher risk, but it's called T-Food. What T-Food is doing is tracking, let's say, a, a carrot that's going to end up in a, turkey pot pie. They can track that carrot with, with a digital ID from the time it leaves the field to the truck that picks it up in the field, that takes it to the warehouse, that takes it into the manufacturing, that it goes into the turkey pot pie, it gets packaged and it goes to the grocery store. If salmonella breaks out in that turkey pot pie, they can tell you in seconds the entire chain of custody of that carrot or any other ingredient that was in it. And it'll be on the blockchain. And you could sit down, you're, you're the FDA or whoever that's trying to figure out where this happened. You just sit down on your computer, you can see the entire chain of the transfer of this, every ingredient that was in this turkey pot pie and then you can go to work to figure out where. And now it takes them weeks to just find the chain of custody. Another coin called Ravencoin, which projects that don't write these ones down. I'm just giving you examples. <clears throat> Ravencoin has a project on it for custody of wine. I can now, and there's lots of uh, uh, forfeiting, uh, not forging of wine labels and wine going on especially high quality from Europe. So now you can, the, the, the uh, vineyard 
will enter their cases that they've produced this year, all have lot numbers on them, etc., into the blockchain. And with your Ravencoin, you can go on the inventory, say, hey, I want to buy two or three cases of that. You pay for it in Ravencoin, and the, the guy at the other end, you can either have it shipped to, or you say, no, hold it. Hold it there. And you can resell it. Like this year, for example, there's a, there was a huge frost that came through and wiped out, I don't know, half, a quarter to half of the grape crops of France. Now, you know, last year's wine was all of a sudden, the value of it is just probably doubled. And you had, and you never even took possession of it. Now you can take your raven coin and flip, and it also, gives you exact identity because the grower has entered this onto the blockchain. When you get it, you can check, ah, this is what the grower put on the blockchain. This is my stuff that I bought a year ago or six months ago or whatever. Ethereum, a lot of these, they're called smart contracts. So Ethereum is developed as, and Ethereum is probably one of your best buys. There, there is a, if, if it's, and and there's, some, there's a couple of downsides to Ethereum, but it, it ha it's making money. Okay, Ethereum is making money. The guy who invented Ethereum is 23 years old Russian kid. He's the first crypto billionaire because Ethereum is making money. And people are realizing now, like Bitcoin is an asset. It's kind of like gold. You know, some people call it digital gold. It's like gold in the sense that enough people have agreed it's an asset. It's an asset. You know, the U.S. dollar is backed by nothing, folks. Nothing other than we agree that it is the uh, reserve currency of the world. 60% of all international transactions are done in U.S. dollars. And 60% of all reserved currency in any foreign bank is in U.S. dollars. That's an agreement. That's all it is. Because the U.S., they figure, is stable. But these jokers that are in there now that we elected, they're rapidly making it very unstable. You know, we've gone from 10, 12 trillion to 25, 26 trillion. That's only the debt that's on the books. The actual number is well over 120 trillion if you include Social Security and all the stuff that's IOU'd that's not on the books. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's all crazy, you know, well, that's not the topic tonight. So, <laughs> it's a, just a matter of time, don't you see, that to become, instead of being a dollar, to be uh, Ethereum or whatever other currency, because it makes much more sense, it's not connected to a country. Exactly, and it's not centralized. Yeah. See, these computers are all over the world. So, you, let's say I buy some Bitcoin today. I trade fiat currency or some other coin for some Bitcoin, some other token for Bitcoin. And it's, it's written on some computer somewhere. 
but before that is established as a um, uh, what's the word? confirmed transaction, it has to be five other computers all acknowledge it has been written to the chain, to the block. That's all it is. It's just, a, it's just an ever-growing block of numbers. Everything on, everything off is written. Everything on. And so it's written on this computer, and that computer sends it out into the ether world, and it has to be written on another one. And finally, when five of them agree, it's all been written. For Ethereum, it's 120 confirmations. And for Bitcoin, it's only five. So... And you can actually set up a little computer in your own house and have the entire, it's called a node. So we have nodes all over the place. There's like 100,000 nodes around the world now, just Bitcoin. But every crypto is the same. There's nodes all over the, if it's a decentralized, there's nodes all over. And so you can set up, and that's what a miner is. A miner is somebody who's got a node or a hundred nodes or a thousand nodes all set up and every time that they write and they get a confirmation of they wrote it, this one wrote it, that one wrote it, that one wrote it, they get a little piece of payment. In the case of Ethereum it's called gas. In Bitcoin it's centoshis. So a centoshi is like a penny versus a dollar. It's a little piece of the Bitcoin, and so many, I don't remember what it is, I think it's 100,000 centoshis equals one Bitcoin or something. So in order to transact, there's only a couple of things you need to know. You have to go to an exchange, I'm going to open this one up so you can see. Can I, can I ask one question? Yeah. And if, if this uh, digresses, so we can move on. Yeah. But where did it, it derive its initial, because Somebody said in casual conversation to me, which they clearly didn't understand, which a lot of people clearly don't understand cryptocurrency. But they said in casual conversation that it was for like, you know, criminals or something. I was like, that, that's not true. I don't know how to uh, rebut this. That's not true. But how did it derive its initial value without? It was only worth. It was worth hundreds of a cent. That's it when it first started. When, 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 and whoever started it, nobody knows. Right, right. Identity is unknown. He, the person who, or persons, because sometimes people believe it was a small team of people who created Bitcoin, <clears throat> it was right after the 2008 debacle right. from the banks. And they said, now we gotta create something that has a finite amount that you can't create inflation from. And so they started the concept, and I don't, the first initial, there's only 21 million Bitcoins, that's it, no more. You cannot add any more to the chain, it's not possible. It's hardwired into the code. Every two years, there's what's called a halving. The amount of uh, payment for mining that can be entered into the system becomes half, 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 half. We're at 18 and a half million right now, so that means there's what, another million, uh, two and a half million, that's it. And it's gonna be paid out to miners. This year, uh, was it this year or not? It was this March we had another halving, which means only half the rewards are 
available each year. So if it was a million the first two years, the second two years was a half a million, quarter million, da -da -da -da, down till we get to the 21 million. Effectively, as of this March, the inflation rate, because of the amount of new that comes into the system from miners, is at 1.5%, and goes down from there. So inflation in Bitcoin is virtually gone. The only thing driving the price of Bitcoin is how many people want to have it. It's a limited supply, although, you know, some people say, no, no, it's not limited because you can take one Bitcoin, right, and you can divide it down to point zero 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 one Bitcoin. Still limited. Whatever. It's, right. It's still limited. That's correct. So, um, as far as criminality goes, folks, this is open source software. Mm -hmm. Anybody can go and see every transaction going on and off. Cash is far more concealable than Bitcoin. So it's just, it's just, you know, it's, what is it? It's fear. It's fear of the unknown. It's fear of People don't, and it's fear by, you know, yelling. Oh my God, she, she and Powell mouth off such ignorance, it's unbelievable when they talk about cryptos. Even Warren Buffett used to mouth off about, about cryptos, but he, he was very diplomatic this year in what he said about it. <laughs> Although not true of his partner. You know, and, and when you see this, it's just ignorance. It's just they have no, they haven't taken the time to delve into it because it's not, an, it doesn't serve their world. It doesn't serve Warren Buffett's world of the stocks. It doesn't serve Charlie Munger's world of the stocks. It doesn't serve Janet Yellen's world as Treasury Secretary. And it sure as hell doesn't serve Powell's world as being head of the Federal Reserve because those are all based on paper currencies. So average Joes like us, it's important to have as all of that crumbles so that we're not left without anything. Is that why we want to do this? Why you want to do some crypto? Yeah. I want to do some crypto for strictly for the inflationary protection that someone like me believes it has built into it. Okay. For and example, but I like gold and silver too. And almost every heavy crypto owner owns gold and silver. That, I, that I've heard, is if, unless they're younger. They may not realize that value, but anyone who's like 55, 60 and up, pretty much covers the, yeah, covers the, although now I saw Max Kaiser, who nobody knows how many he has, but he's been into it since the beginning, and he's one of the big proponents of Bitcoin, and his, you ask for prediction, he hit it, exactly on the nail head last year and his prediction this year was for around 200,000. Most of the predictions I've seen are 100 to 150. I don't think he's going to get to 200,000 this year, do you? Uh, if you look at the, it, well, it could easily. If, you, if it follows its normal percentage raise. So, you want the figure? Eight of the last 10 years, Bitcoin was the number one performing asset in the world. It averaged 200% a year in eight of the last 10 years. 
And it's so relevant for this age of Aquarius because Aquarius is an air sign. And when you think of crypto, it's happening within that infinite realm. It's literally fluctuating like air that's mm -hmm. earth. And it's so abundant. Like I shared this story. We were raising money for my charity to build a school in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. In one day online on YouTube live, five guys from crypto world raised half a million dollars. Like yeah. whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. And I was like, wow. In one day. Like but you said it's so infinite. You know it's your but, energy also. But the, the, I'm gonna say this, don't do it for the money, folks. Yeah, exactly. Money is is a side effect. Exactly. Do it because you believe that this is the future. Because if you don't believe that, you'll be subject to too much emotional trauma and drama and the volatility of it. And, and here, okay, here's a couple of other things. Write these things down. If you're going to do cryptos, you have to do what's called asymmetric investment. Other than the really strong cryptos, and really there's only... In my mind, there's three really strong cryptos. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance. Binance. Yeah, Binance. Because Binance has the best exchange in the world. Yeah. Now, if you're American, you can't trade on, on Binance.com. They have Binance.us, but it's nothing like Binance.com. If you're not American, you're all set. No problem. Or if you have a second passport that's not American, you just have to set up the account. Yeah. Uh, where would you buy Binance? Because I have uh, Robinhood and Coinbase. They're shit. Yeah. Compared to Binance, they're shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was about to ask you, because I, I, I do it through Binance. Yeah. You also, because you yeah. mentioned... Well, I do Binance because I have a Russian friend who let me set it up under his name. <laughs> I, I was on Binance from the beginning, but then they kicked me off. Yeah, I am. So it would be Binance.com, and I can just do it with my Brazilian yeah. passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Robinhood, you can't, you can't do uh, limit sales, limit buys. You can. What's that? You can. You can on Robinhood, but you yeah. can on Coinbase. That's true. You, yeah. And so you I, pay on, on Coinbase. And, and you, do you realize the fees you're paying? On no, I know. That's why I have Robinhood. I started with Coinbase, but I have one. There is another one now. I just saw, and Amandir and I were looking. It's called Voyager. No fees. Oh. It's, it's the crypto copy of Robinhood. What is Voyager? Voyager. What I heard about Robinhood is that you don't own the crypto. You don't. No. You, it's on there. It's in there. It's, the wall. It's the, in there. Yeah. yeah but Voyage. custodial custody of it. And but that uh, defeats the reason of you owning cryptos. So how about Voyage.com? Um, I think you can move it off into a wallet. Yeah. You don't have to leave it there. Hmm. But if you want to make interest on anything, which is the whole next section we'll go into, you have to leave it on somebody's site. Mm -hmm. And this is, the, this is the exploding part of cryptos right now. Yeah. And the exciting part to me, That's they're coming into complete competition with the banks. Because the banks will pay you nothing for your money. Yeah. And in the crypto world, uh, you can make, I'd say you can average, well, like for the big coins, uh, Ethereum, da da da, you can make about five, four and a half to five percent interest. But for the DeFi coins, some of them, you can make 10, 11%. Any stable coin, you can make 10, 11% interest. What's 
500? Yeah, I'll tell you what that is in a moment. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, go, go, some of the stable coins are fantastic. Or even PAX, I told you the other day, PAX Gold, P-A-X-G. Every token is one ounce of gold. You can actually swap the tokens for physical gold if you want. You have to move, you have to get the PAX wallet and move your PAX into the PAX wallet and then it gets a serial number and if you say, I want to, I want to redeem my PAX tokens for gold, you can do it. So you can ride the wave of gold. At least what I like being in gold. It does move up and down, but it's you know the tendency I believe in the next few years is going to be on the upward side versus the downward side. But the movement is small enough, and I feel it has more <coughs> stability than the dollar has. At some point, the dollar is going to give out. And if you're sitting there all in a stable coin based on US dollars versus a stable coin based in gold, then you're going to get hit. What wallet do you get a tax gold on? Because you told me about this a few months ago and it wasn't on blockchain. Uh, you can get tax gold on Gemini. Oh, okay. Uh, probably Coinbase has it. I think that Coinbase doesn't have it. Okay, well then Gemini definitely has it. Because I, I, when I need to sell some, I sell it to Gemini. Finance is a platform to buy the international coins, right? Yeah. Okay. And it has the largest selection of of cryptos of any okay. in the world. It's not they don't have their own coin called Binance, right? Yes, they do. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. BNB, and it's the third highest value coin in the in the crypto world. How much is it? It's about uh, it's about six hundred bucks now. Would you recommend Binance America, even though by comparison it's shite? Yeah, if you can't get into the other one, yeah, it's okay. You can get into it. But check out Voyager. I think it's enough. But yeah, I mean, but just to like, you're talking about like this weekend. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, well, check out Voyager. Okay. I, it looks really good, you know? And it's, uh... <clears throat> so, okay, what's Dogecoin? Because that's oh. the hot subject of the world right now, including... Yeah, well, I made money on Dogecoin. Well, nobody's saying you can't make money yeah. in it. But does it have a real use? Not yet. No. It's a then, big joke. Then what's the point? Well, that is a cute dog, and people like dogs. That doesn't have another What's it called? Dogecoin. Dogecoin. D-O-G-E. It, it it I bought it created, at five cents. It was created in... I'll give you a better one. It, it was created in 2017 as a joke in the last altcoin crescendo. And then everything crashed. From 2018 all the way to 2020, cryptos did Zippo. Nothing. And these altcoins went from a value here to here. Almost all of them lost 80 to 90% of their value. Now, I still have a bunch of them that I bought back then, and they've all come back, but they sat there for two and a half years and did nothing. And most of them have just hit the high point of what they were back at that point. So it looks, it looks like this. As I'm telling you, the volatility is insane. It goes, and it all goes hyperbolic, you know, straight up, and I'm straight down. And then it goes, and then it started up, and in this last six months, they've gone up like this. I'll show you charts. 
But I mean, when you have a person like Elon Musk, who has uh, millions of fans, yeah. tweeting every day on Dogecoin, what do you think we is going to happen? I agree with you, but it's 100% speculation. And if you have the time to speculate and follow the thing, be my guest. Well, I do. But that's live. not invested. Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. not invested. It was five cents, that's though. That's gambling. <laughs> and sometimes I, and I just gambled today. Because Binance created its own coin called Shiba. Yeah. Shiba. Which is Shiba the dog. It's from Dogecoin, Shiba the dog. But, but here's, here's my reason. I put $1,000 into it, which if I lose it, I don't care. I put $1,000 into it. The price of this coin right now, and it just took a, you know, went in half with this last dip, so I caught it on that dip, was point zero 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 one seven. Jeez. That's great. <laughs> for, you know how many coins I got for a thousand dollars? Fifty-nine million. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, listen, listen, this is, this is the story. This is amazing. If it goes to one dollar. No, 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 if it goes to one fucking penny. Yeah. <laughs> What's it, what's it worth? Anybody have a wild guess? Yes, five. Uh, uh, five. No, it's not. Five mi- no, 500,000. Yeah, that's right. 600,000. Yeah. Oh, I put like two, two grand into STC. Yeah, I did. I tripled, right? Okay, so this is, but the idea you're saying is don't pay attention no. to it and just no. leave it there. Well, no, not these kind of coins. No, these kind of shit. You have to pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah, but that one, that goes to go up. If you're looking for just a place to save a little bit away, hedge your bets, put some in Bitcoin, put some in Ethereum, and put some in maybe Binance. There's a couple other good ones we can and look at. And those you don't pay attention to, you just put it in there and let it do the thing. Let it ride, okay. baby, let it ride. But it's like 500 bucks enough to start with. Yeah. 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 My friend, my friend Charlie in Taos, I told him this last summer, he put 1,500 bucks into Bitcoin, and today it's worth like six, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars $8,000. He bought it at 15000 Fifty thousand today. It's almost triple his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put two G's into Decentraland. Uh, no, but that's not. That's uh, okay. Fine, but that's still super speculation. Well, I know. I've done that on and off all year, but it's still speculation. So there's one you can play with and get money. Yeah. That's the gambling. Yeah. And the other one's the long term. Yeah. And there's a lot of great projects. That have great potential. Like uh, my, our, our, we have a friend in in Taos that we met in, last year in um, Tulum. He's thirty six years old. He does he does video uh, projects for companies mostly, short videos that promote the companies. Well, the guys from Filecoin said, hey, would you do this job for, for tokens? Well, he's into a little bit of crypto, so he said, sure. He said, well, we'll pay you whatever your bill is, we'll value the, the, the crypto at 32 cents. He said, fine, no problem. Finished the job, got paid. By the time he got paid, it was at $32. He had enough money, he had over a million bucks for a hundred and something thousand dollar project, and he had enough money to buy a house in Taos. 
month ago, a month ago, Filecoin was at 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's back down around. And it's a great project. Here's what Filecoin is. Filecoin is taking servers and linking the servers to a decentralized blockchain, which means nobody can cut you off the server. Like Amazon doesn't like you, they throw you off their AWS servers. Microsoft doesn't like you, they throw you off your Microsoft servers. So these guys said, no, we gotta set up servers that nobody can throw anybody off. Because you join, you join the, the farm of servers that are spread out, they're decentralized, they're controlled by this blockchain. Now that's a great project. Biocom? File. File. File coin. Yeah. Coin. It bounces around between like 190 and 130 pretty regularly. So if you want to make some money off it, buy it low, sell it.